You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. Yay! There we go, girl. How's it going? Can you hear me okay? I can hear you perfectly. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm going to turn you up just a little. Turn up the volume on this warrior conversation. To go. <laughs> hey, everybody, as you are joining us, thank you for joining today's warrior conversation. And Wendy and I definitely want to know where in the world you're tuning in from. Um, we have people on the East Coast, the West Coast, the middle of the country, international. Let us know where you are. And while you're at it, if you have not followed Wendy yet, Click the follow button on her account so you can follow her and keep up with everything after today's chat and share today's warrior conversation. Let's get more friends into today's conversation. So let's dive in, Wendy, um, and let's kick it off with just like introducing who you are, then I'll introduce me a little bit. But if somebody was a new friend to you, who are you? Oh, gosh. There are so many things that I could share right here. Um... A lot of people know me as a storyteller and a creative. I have a ton of passion for anything adventurous and faith-based or fitness-oriented. I love to plan events, but when I talked to you, even last week, I loved how you said, first and foremost, I am a daughter of God. I'm a child of God. Um, I love Jesus with my whole heart, and that is something that I probably within the first like hour of meeting me, you will find out that I love Jesus. Cause I'll probably try to find out if you do too. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. So I have to follow up and ask because you asked on your podcast and I loved this question. What is something that people on social media, so people who are clicking the follow button for you now who haven't connected with you yet, what's something that they won't find out about you just by following you on Instagram? What's like a fun fact about Wendy? Oh, that's catchy when you turn it on the other person. Um, let's see. Well, everybody knows I love the warm weather. Mm, yes. Uh, and probably because I don't post about it much, I actually have a sister that has four kids. So yeah. unless you know me personally, you probably don't see me post a lot about my family. Um, and that's just more of like, just to honor them, a privacy thing. But um, they range in ages. Most of them are in high school. I love them. Yeah, I really love my family. 
Me too. I'm definitely with you on that. I have a sister as well. So that's a really fun fact. Um, you know, y'all, I will share that my name's Emily. If you are a new friend with me, I'm the founder of becomingme.tv and I just exist to help people become who they dream of being in life. We have a podcast. I wrote a book and, um, you're hearing this question. I just posed to Wendy because I just had the privilege of being on her podcast, mm -hmm. the place between, which was so much fun. I was listening back to the conversation and I just loved every minute with you. And I am going to put a plug in that if you want to know a fun fact about me that you will not see on my social media often, you need to go listen to that podcast episode. So go subscribe to Wendy's podcast, listen to that episode. You'll find out something unique about me that I don't post about often either. And it just was really fun. So thanks for having me on your podcast. Oh, it was such a joy. The honor was all mine. Well, I'm really thankful that God crossed our paths. And, you know, so much of what you post and you share about is based on the words, the places between, or AKA the waiting, right? And so to dive into today's conversation, like what does it mean to embrace the waiting? Gosh, well, so I think there's a, like as humans, we all know what it's like to wait, right? You know, we wait for our Starbucks orders. I was just, I just flew into Denver today and I found myself, the bags were taking too long. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is somewhat annoying. Like I'm waiting for my bags way too long. And I think with the places between, like we cannot escape those waiting seasons. And a girlfriend of mine actually pointed out that once we get to where we want to go, a lot of times that mile marker or what we're going after, it just moves. Mm -hmm. So say our goal is we can't wait till we get married or we can't wait till we have kids. Once you get married or once you have kids, that, that goal becomes something else. Oh, I can't wait to have my kids grow up or, oh, I can't wait to become a grandparent or... I can't wait to have the corner office. Um, you know, there's so many things that we can relate to on waiting. Um, and I actually believe that it's scriptural that God is good to those who wait. But I think where it gets tricky is between the calling and the vision that God has given us and the fulfillment of that. So many of us just think, okay, God, you gave me this beautiful vision, this beautiful dream. Now, when's it going to happen? Right. And waiting is really, really hard. So, so how do we embrace the transitions or the places between? Yeah. So I'll pause there in case you want to interject. So I love that your friend even pointed out to like it, and it's a reality when we reach one new season or chapter or goal or dream being fulfilled there's always another one. And so I, that's why I love how you're really putting a yellow highlighter over the fact that we need to learn now what it means to embrace this season, embrace the weight and the process. And, and that's so much of what the word becoming means to me as well, because I, I don't believe as a Christ follower on this side of eternity, I will ever have become or arrived. I'm always growing and becoming. And then um, one day I'll be in heaven with Jesus, you know? And so I think it's just this in, in beautiful process where being in process is a gift and it doesn't always feel like that. And so let's go straight to, I know you have some how to's like, let's get practical. We all can think of something we're waiting for. Yeah. Um, 
those of you who are joining us, like you can drop in the chat something you're waiting for. Maybe it is some of the things that Wendy said, like you're waiting for a relationship or a job promotion, a house, whatever it is, you can drop what you're waiting for in the chat, but let's get practical. What are some things we can do in this season? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was thinking about the biggest takeaways of like, what are the three or four things that I would share with somebody? And I think another misconception of waiting is that we're just going to sit at home and eat bonbons and wait for the doorbell to ring with the next thing that we're waiting on. And for me, I believe that waiting is pressing in, especially to our relationship with God. And as a follower of Jesus, because he is everything to me, the first first thing is you have to know who you are. Let's So let's start with identity. We have to know who we are. I love that you also share in the, uh, the statement of know who you are and whose you are. Mm -hmm. I had somebody in college college tell me that and they just drilled in all the time like when I would go out with friends and friends that I didn't know like what their lifestyle was like remember who you are and whose you are and regardless of how you feel to know that you're a child of God and that you've been made worthy and with a purpose and you have value that doesn't discount any of like what you're going through but your identity matters first yeah. Secondly, I believe that we have to choose to trust God because waiting is not easy. So when we can trust God, I think, I think for the most part, we would be in awe if we actually knew how many like intricate things God is putting together in the details of our lives and how he's working behind the scenes to show up and show off. And choosing to trust God is is not just, oh, I choose to trust you, God, and then we like try to grab it back ourselves. It's more of like that constant, like that daily surrendering, that daily, okay, God, this is something I really want. I'm laying it back at your feet. How do you want me to show up today? And by choosing to trust God, reminding ourselves, like, what's the character of God like? Where has He rescued you before? What has been consistent in your life? Like, I believe that God is only good. And it also says in God's word that he works all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose, right? So if it's not good, then it can't be the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so that's those are a couple of things. And then thirdly, I just like rather than waiting, you know, I don't I don't really picture you or many of my friends sitting on the couch waiting, eating bonbons, watching movies, passing life's clock, you know? Um, but I'm a big proponent of actually living and not just waiting. I think, unfortunately, someplace along our lives, some of us make agreements with a lie that when I get to a certain point, when I get married, when I get the dream job, when I get that house that I've been trying to get, then my life can start. What about starting your life now? And what about, like, I love adventures, so why not fill your life with adventures so that then you can come alongside of community and people that also love adventures? Mm -hmm. so, so the tangible aspect of number three, of like not waiting to live, 
I think God it really takes that of like, are you going to trust me? And can you continue to live while I'm still setting the stage to show up and show off? Ooh, that is so powerful. And I love that you just gave us like these three practical steps, like whatever waiting season we're in, three things that we can do right now is know who you are and whose you are. Second, you shared trust God. And then third was live your life. And I also even want to say, yeah, I see that Elizabeth, when or if can be such limiting beliefs. And I, I wanted to go back to that. Thanks for reminding me, Elizabeth. I made a note in my mind when you said we make agreements with beliefs. How do you, and, and I know we didn't talk about this beforehand. So if you have a resource to point us through, that's totally cool. But when, when we have these moments where maybe we've made an agreement with that when or if limiting belief, how can we break that agreement? Like identify that lie and break it how do we do that yeah you know I think sometimes it can be a process because it's something that we've believed since we were little or young yeah. and like there's the theory or the thought of you know how awesome God is and you believe that he could do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine that's my life first so I absolutely believe that for other people but I also identified seasons of my life that I was like, I don't believe that God would do it for me. And for some reason, I was like exempt from that. God can do anything and with God, anything is possible. But I think the biggest thing is like, once we identify that lie, first and foremost is like, God, forgive me for believing this lie. Secondly, like, breaking off that commitment that the enemy has no power over us and we're actually going to start to step into the fulfillment of like what God has for us. So the lie of not being enough or the lie of believing when I get somewhere X, Y, Z and really just choosing to press into like, what are, what are God's characters? What are his traits, characteristics, excuse me, his traits, and where has he met you in the past? Like he promises to walk beside us. He promises to never leave us or forsake us. So if we're like believing this lie, I'm gonna be alone forever, which hopefully you guys that are watching are not believing that lie because it's not true because we know that the King of Kings and Lord of Lords walks beside us and we can actually call out to him um, to be with us in those moments that we're like, mm, I don't know if this is true or not. Yes, that's so powerful. That actually reminded me of one of the chapters that I shared in my book was on um, a Halloween. And I was convinced I was the only single person in the world, like the entire world. And I remember being at my parents' house that night and like literally eating dinner rolls like I'm stuffing bread in my face crying and I'm like I'm the only single person like talk about a limiting not true belief right yeah. and mom challenged me when Monday was something similar which is like have you talked with God like have you talked with God about being single has he told you has he promised you that he has written into your future story like bringing someone into it and so that sparked me into going and having a conversation. And then I was able to bank on what you just unpacked for us, who God says he is and that he is a faithful God who he's going to fulfill his promises. So if I then believe he is who he says he is and what he's going to do, goodbye to that limiting belief. Like, yes, that, that was powerful. Um, another thing I wanted to highlight too, 
Wendy, when you talked about living your life and going on adventures, you actually host adventures, right? And you have some like coming up. So if people were like, I don't know where to start with adventures, they can follow you and learn more, right? Like, tell us about this. Yeah. Oh, you're so sweet to ask. I love that. Thank you. So Emily was on my podcast this past week. So if you happen to go to the Places Between uh, page, actually, even the link in my bio, you can access all of that. But the Places Between is actually a ministry platform and we exist to like bring community together so not only do we want to chase after god and embrace the places between but we want to show up for life and learn how to thrive in those places between and some of it is through adventure-based retreats or weekend-based intentional like curated retreats the next one that's coming up and it's actually almost sold out is costa rica and we're going to Costa Rica in April, and I'm so excited. It is a co-ed trip. Um, we still have a few spaces left, so I'd love to chat with you guys if you're interested. Um, and then the next place on my bucket list for like a weekend retreat would be Florida. So hopefully Emily will come on that one. Sign me up. up please put me on the top of the list. Let's go. That's awesome. Yeah, so, and that's... Um, I think just my heart behind that is like for people that are in, you know, young professionals to even into adulthood, like where families aren't overwhelmingly busy and families are always going to be busy, right? So if you do have kids and you want the opportunity for a weekend getaway, like with the girlfriends, or if you do want to come on an adventure trip, and know that you're going to be jumping into a bunch of like-minded people that are also pursuing Jesus, but also want to be a little more intentional about where am I going and what am I doing with life and how can I show up as a better or the best version of myself in my friendships, in my relationships, in my family, at my work, all of those places rather than just go on a vacation and sit my ties, which there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but why can't we be intentional and throw in some adventures and some intentional conversation? Yeah. No, I love that you are leading these spaces, creating these spaces for people to really just start living now. I think that's incredible. Um, you know, you talked, one of your steps for us was trusting God, right? And so in the middle of the waiting season, the between place, there's what we can do, what God's entrusted us with, which you unpacked for us. You know, we can do the hard work of knowing who we are and whose we are. We can do the work of trusting God. We can do the work of living our life now. Um, but let's talk for a couple minutes about what it looks like practically, like the how to trust God piece, right? And recently I heard um, Lisa Bevere had shared a teaching and, and I never thought of Jeremiah 29 11 in this way, but she shared, you know, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. And it's a very comforting and promise-filled verse, right, that we can take as that promise. But what Lisa pointed out, it just, it became comforting, but also like, wow, I need to trust God here. God didn't say, for I know the plans I have for you, and I'm going to spell it out for you in the sky, and I'm going to tell you what it is. Like, he just said, I know the plan, and it's good. He never said he was going to 
tell us or in our timing tell us what that plan is. Is so we have to trust that he knows and I might not have to know right now. And so in that between place, when we might not know the plan, how do we trust that God knows the plan, it's a good plan, and I can trust that with him and, and keep becoming me right here. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, no, that's really good. And it's funny, I actually um, wrote down several verses earlier today. Um, Isaiah 55 verse nine says, his ways are higher than ours and his thoughts are bigger than ours. Like, I think all throughout the scriptures, there's just affirming promises that God has everything like under control. So, I mean, there's even, there's even a New Testament passage where a guy is talking to Jesus and he's like, I believe, but will you help my unbelief? Yeah. And that's a huge, like, I go through that almost on a weekly basis, if not like a daily, like, God, I'm believing for this. But like, it's not just I'm believing for a sweet car to drive, but it's no, these are promises in your word and Jeremiah 29 11, for I know the plans I have for you to give you a hope and a future. And then in the next verses, it actually talks about seeking God with all of our heart and promising to find him. Yeah. And like, there's the other verses of ask, seek, knock, and the door will be opened. And, and then there's another verse of with prayer, by prayer and petition and thanksgiving, present your request to God. Yeah. You know, like that's a tangible aspect of we can pull that into our daily relationship with God of as we're praying and supplementing like through prayer and supplication, like of being like, but with Thanksgiving, God, thank you for all of these other areas that you've already provided and that you've already met me and now help in this area. Like, I think we can expect that he's going to show up. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to, let me scan some of my other verses. Absolutely. Uh, and yeah, I love that you put in the chat to Jeremiah 29, 11. Yes. Philippians 1 verse 6, being confident that he who began a good work will carry it to completion. Um, some verses that I reference in my Bible plan multiple times is Psalm 27 verse 13. Yeah, I'm confident I will see the Lord's goodness while I am in the land of the living. And then verse 14 says, wait patiently for the Lord, be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently. And, and then even just thinking the Habakkuk story, like if God has given you a vision or a dream that you know is from the Lord and it's not the pizza talking or, but you just like, you keep coming back to it and you're like, no, I know that is from the Lord. Like Habakkuk says to write it down. And even though it linger, if you're in that waiting season, like write it down, make it clear so other people can know it and write it down, wait for it. It will come to pass. Mm. And the biggest thing is that our timing is not God's timing. So he's like, he is on his own time clock, but he knows best, right? 
No, it's so true. And I love all of those truths that you just reminded us of. And, you know, for those of us who are in this conversation right now, maybe we want a next step with how to grow in God's word, how to learn to trust God. You mentioned your version Bible plan. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that and how people can get it because I love it. Like, I wish I could link it right here. And I know you guys can get it in Wendy's bio and all that, but tell us a little bit about it and how people can find it. You're sweet. Thank you. Um, so the podcast is called the places between, but the U version plan is called stay in the story. And I think if you search waiting on the U version Bible app, it'll pop up. I think that's it's a, it's like a turquoise bluish icon and it looks like a person is walking through a desert like that's the image because we all can feel like that at points but and i think that's why why i'm so passionate about this subject but why it's also hard to like whittle down to a 20-minute conversation of like there are so many things that we could do while we wait and the world i think doesn't utilize half of them because half of them are just pressing into the Lord. And another big one I will share just um, because I didn't get to earlier is like choosing with a choosing to live a sacrifice of praise mm -hmm. because it's the only opportunity that we're going to get to have that type of worship experience is here on earth. Like once we get to heaven, there are no more tears. There's no more crying. There is no more like longings unfulfilled. So why not choose to make that a sacrifice of praise here on earth and surround yourself with worship. And then you're also encouraging your own heart and your own soul of like, God is good. He doesn't fail. He hasn't let me down. He's not going to, you know, all these amazing worship songs that are out <laughs> absolutely i love that you brought that up too it's so true um you know wendy is there anything else that you would want to share for this conversation and i will let all of you know um wendy's becoming story is coming soon to becoming me.tv i'm so excited for that and we have scheduled another um warrior conversation to really dive into the specific topic of singleness and relationships and how to wait well there. Um, so Wendy will be very much part of the Becoming Me.TV community, which I love. Um, so that's a little little teaser of things to come. But anything that you would want to share, encourage, and equip us with as we wrap up today's conversation? You know, I think as I was preparing earlier today, just God put it on my heart to people that have felt like the waiting season is really long. like. I so can relate to that, like a hundred percent. Like I have a podcast called The Places Between and I'm like, Lord, I'm in the places between. But I just, like, I love the verse, um, Psalms 34, it's 17 and 18. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and he lifts up those that are crushed in spirit. Um, and the, the beginning part of that verse says he rescues them from all of their troubles. And I just want to encourage people that are like in that season where like, you know, a hope deferred makes the heart grow sick. And then the latter part of that verse is, but a longing fulfilled is the tree of life. And I just know so many people that are in that, the beginning part of like, man, my hope has been deferred and my heart is sick. So 
I just want to encourage you guys that are watching and just say like, I'm praying with you and for you and all of my brothers and sisters that are still waiting for that one heart's desire that they're just like, gosh, Lord, when are you going to answer this? Like, I just, you're not alone. God sees you. He loves you. He has a plan and a purpose for what you're going through. And I would just say, don't give up yet because oftentimes it's like right when it gets really, really, really hard. And we're like, okay, I'm going to throw in the towel that God does show up. So, so I'm, I'm cheering you on. Keep waiting strong. I received that definitely. And you know, Wendy, I don't always um, conclude a warrior conversation necessarily in prayer, but I love how you really just open up this dialogue for whoever is or has been in a really long waiting season. And if it's okay with you, I would love to pray just for who the people joining us and specifically for you and me. Like I know even just being a new friend of yours, we're both in a waiting season. And so I think um, just inviting God's presence into this moment. Is that cool with you? Absolutely. I love it. God, right now, um, just a bunch of your kids coming together on Instagram all across the world. And we're in a waiting season. We're in that between place where we're learning what it means to become who you made us to be here and how to trust you and to trust that you have the very best plan for our lives, for our stories, for who you made us to be, and that it's good and, and you you can be trusted, God. And so I just, I thank you for everything that Wendy shared today. I ask that you um, would continue to bless her, that you'd give her wisdom and favor as she leads the places between, as she's creating community and resources um, and, and events for people to live their lives now and discover joy right here in this between place. And God, for the things that she is waiting for, I ask that you would show up in her story in such a personal, profound, and clear way. Um, and God, for all of our warrior friends who are joining, um, whether they're on this live call or if they're listening to this podcast later, I ask that you, as Wendy just encouraged us, um, that you would show up in their story, that you would remind them of who you are and who you've made us to be, and that you're in this waiting with us, that you go before us, you're behind us, you're in us, with us, and for us, and that we can trust you. We love you, God, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Oh, I love it. So good. I'm so encouraged by you and like your friendship. Every time I see you on social media or I get to talk with you, I'm like, God, thank you for Wendy. Like you're such a gift. Likewise. It's been a fun new friendship. I'm like, this girl is definitely one to keep for the future. And thank you for inviting me into your world. And I know people just love and adore you. So, um, you're an amazing host and I love what you are doing with Becoming Me and just empowering others. So I know we have that kindred spirit, like we share that to cheer other people on. So I just, it definitely hasn't gone unnoticed and I love it. Well, thank you. I, I just love and appreciate you and thank all of you for joining us um, live and those of you who are listening or watching later, thank you for being a part of this conversation please go follow, follow Wendy, follow the places between, listen to our recent podcast episode and stay tuned for Wendy's Becoming Story and Warrior Conversations to come. So thank you for joining us, everybody. Thank you, Wendy, and have a good night, guys. Thank you.
Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.